Take your Bibles with me this morning and turn to Psalm 138, the 138th Psalm for an opening passage of Scripture. It was indeed a pleasure to be in the back room this morning with a great band of brothers and a great group of men and hear them pray for God's blessing upon us as we exalt His Word this day. That He, according to Psalm 119 and verse 32, would enlarge our hearts And with those hearts enlarged, meaning to increase in affection and love towards Scripture, that we would then run in the way of God's commandments. What a blessing. All I could think of was when I walked in there and saw that room full of men, of a time in my life where I had my trust in the Word of God and thought that I was going to lose the the membership in the church that I was part of, and I was going to lose my ordination to the ministry, because I believed God's Word. And he comforted me with the last verse of Psalm 34, that if you put your trust in the Lord, he will never leave you desolate. Because in the room behind me, I was not desolate this morning. And I bless and praise his holy name. And I hope that all of you other men are as thankful that he has not left us desolate in the earth. There have been men like Abraham and others who were somewhat desolate in their faith and love in the Lord Jehovah. Psalm 138, let me read these verses to you. We want a couple of them. I will praise thee with my whole heart. Before the gods will I sing praise unto thee. I will worship toward thy holy temple and praise thy name for thy loving kindness and for thy truth. For thou hast magnified thy word Above all thy name. In the day when I cried, thou answeredest me, and strengthenest me with strength in my soul. All the kings of the earth shall praise thee, O Lord, when they hear the words of thy mouth. Yea, they shall sing in the ways of the Lord, for great is the glory of the Lord. Though the Lord be high, yet hath he respect unto the lowly. But the proud he knoweth afar off. Though I walk in the midst of trouble, thou wilt revive me. Thou shalt stretch forth thine hand against the wrath of mine enemies, and thy right hand shall save me. The Lord will perfect that which concerneth me. Thy mercy... O Lord, endureth forever. Forsake not the works of thine own hands. To introduce our worship today, I take you to the second verse where David wrote that God had magnified his word above all his name. The name of the Lord is great. He revealed himself to Abraham as the Almighty God. He did better with Moses, and he tells us so, by revealing himself to Moses from the burning bush as, I am that I am. And by that name, when it's pointed up with European vowels, which we pronounce as Jehovah, there is no such name as Yahweh anywhere at any time. It's Jehovah. We pronounce it that way. That was the name by which he was known to Moses and the nation of Israel, I am that I am. Yet, greater than that is his word. By a burning bush, 
and by his name I am that I am, we know that God is independently, eternally existent without support from anyone else or anything else. Yet, there is far more detail revealed about the God of heaven in the pages of Scripture than of all his creation and all his acts of the flood, all his acts with Israel, all all the revelations that he made of his name, whether it be to Abraham, Moses, or those following after, the greatest revelation of God is in his word, and he's magnified it above all his name. His word describes so much more about him, and we are blessed to have it, and it's the more sure word of prophecy that we're going to consider today. My brethren, last Lord's Day was very sober and very contemplative as we spent the entire day preparing ourselves for the Lord's Supper. Today we celebrate. Today we rejoice. We lift up our hearts in a different way and thank the God of heaven and delight in his words. If you want to be like David, and I pray that there are many hearts, male and female in this room, that want to be like David, then you will love the words of the living God and you will be thankful for them. I ask you to remember who wrote Psalm 19, that the law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. David did. Who wrote the longest chapter in the Bible with 176 verses, all of which are about the Scriptures? David did. Thank you, Lord, for this example in your word, and let us be like him. He said in this second verse, after the first verse, he mentions praise and praise again. And he mentions worship, and he mentions praise again for God's loving kindness and for his truth. And it's truly God's loving kindness that has given us His truth or we wouldn't have it and we'd be wandering in the darkness of this world and the, the morass and cesspool of our own imagination regarding all subjects if it were not for God having revealed His truth to us. Amen. We are abundantly blessed. In the fourth verse, all the kings of the earth shall praise Thee, O Lord, when they hear the words of Thy mouth. And we are thankful for a particular king, King James VI of Scotland, King James I of England, who in 1604 said, let there be a new translation of the scriptures in the English language to end all this confusion with these competing translations. And in spite of the Catholics' effort to blow him up that next year, bless God he was preserved, and we have the King James Version, and bless God, Guy Fox and his fellow conspirators were discovered and pulled apart. I mean that literally by the king and the courts of justice of the land of England. And so we have our King James Bibles. We are now living in the 402nd year from its first printing. And we're very thankful that there was a king that loved the words of his mouth. Thank you, Lord. The Lord's going to perfect that which concern you if you humble yourself before His Word and make yourself His servant. He will perfect you. That doesn't mean we're going to live without ever sinning. It means that God is going to fulfill your purpose in His creation for His glory and the profit of His kingdom. Is that an exciting promise right there in that verse? Bless God our... That which concerns us may not be important in the eyes of the world, but if it's important in the eyes of our Creator and our Father in Heaven, it should be important to us. O Lord, perfect that which concerns us. 
Let us pray. Our Father in heaven, we do lift up our hearts and our voices with praise and worship toward thy holy temple. We know that any temple on earth, including this temple of a local church, is but an obscure shadow and figure of the reality that's present in heaven. We bless and we praise thee, Lord God, for all that thou hast given us and for all thy mercies that you have shown toward us that we would be assembled this day in the presence of others of like precious faith. But we thank thee for thy word, which according to this text thou hast exalted above all thy name. Yes, we know, O Lord, that you had particular promises to David, and you fulfilled every one of them, they being called the sure mercies of David. And David himself on his deathbed said that you had made with him an everlasting covenant ordered in all things and sure. And we know, Heavenly Father, that this great covenant and promise, these sure mercies, were that from David's bowels would come our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. And we thank Thee that at this hour there sits in heaven, at the right hand of the majesty on high, the Lord Jesus Christ, who is known as the Son of David. And we thank Thee for Him, And we thank Thee that You have exalted Your Word above all Your name to our brother David. But we also thank Thee, Heavenly Father, that we know more of Thee in the pages of our King James Bible than in all creation combined and put together. It may declare to us that You have eternal power and a Godhead. But, O Lord, it's the Scriptures that make us wise unto salvation through faith and love which are in Christ Jesus. We thank Thee that we have such a loving manual for how to live in our own language, in our own hands, easily bought at a dollar store. We bless and praise you and thank you for William Tyndale, who, while dying in the flames of his persecutors for translating the Word of God into English, cried out, Lord, open the eyes of the King of England. And 50 years later, his eyes were opened, and we have our scriptures. O Lord, as has been read to us this morning by our senior brother, in our prayer room, enlarge our hearts this day to run in the way of your commandments according to our brother David's words in Psalm 119, verse 32. Heavenly Father, every faithful man that you have called to the ministry of your word, we pray for him this day. We do not care for the particulars of his geography or his training or many other matters that are important to others. If you have called him to the ministry of thy word and this day in sincerity and in truth, he opens your scriptures to preach to thy people, we pray for your mighty blessing upon him. Heavenly Father, open his mind to the things of Scripture and open his lips that he might make them plain to thy people, that they might be fed with knowledge and understanding in the things of the Lord. Our Father, we pray that you would bless your churches in every place. Preserve this nation, that your churches under its power might continue to have the liberties that we have enjoyed for a long time in preaching your word according to your instruction in it. Heavenly Father, we thank Thee for every blessing that we enjoy, and they are many. 
If we would try to number them up to Thee, they are too great to be counted and told. But, O Lord, we thank Thee for Thy loving kindness and Thy faithfulness to us. When we have cried unto Thee, as the psalmist here described, You heard and delivered us, and we thank Thee. And we know that Thou wilt yet deliver us. For, Heavenly Father, we humble ourselves and take a knee in the presence of the great God this morning and ask that you would perfect that which concerns us as individuals, as families, and as a church. Oh, Lord, finish your great work that you have started in our lives and lead us unto perfection. We know that we shall be perfect in thy presence once glorified, but, oh, Lord, perfect that which is lacking in our faith and in our obedience now. Our trust is in thee. By the power of the Holy Spirit, we pray that you will stir up our hearts and our minds, that our singing and our praying and everything that we do will bring glory and honor to the Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior, and to thee, his and our Holy Father. For it's in Jesus' name we pray, giving him honor and glory forever and ever. Amen.